S H I D. Not what I thought it was. Let's grind through the end of the week. It's the Grinding Gear Podcast. I'm Garrett. He's Kyle. Hello. And there's so much video games going on. Hell yeah. So many video games. Someone oh. will figure out the English on that. Oh, I hope I can say hell yeah again soon. I miss saying that. I like saying hell yeah. Why can't you say hell yeah? Oh, because it feels like a Diablo reference right now. You know, like, oh, what? hell yeah. Oh, that was hell. Oh, hell yeah. What? You did hell yeah. No one. Go to hell. No, yeah. no one. No one. No one's saying that. That's a, that, yeah, they do it all. It's like the Stony Danza, you know, like sure Diablo. Just, for sure it's Twitter, just you. Twitter people are always like, hell yeah. Because, you know, you go to hell. That's just a phrase. Diablo. It's just a phrase. I know. I, know. I, I can confirm. I have played enough Diablo to officially receive multiple fugly mage hats so they got it going on they got they got it right with the mages i'm a sorcerer and my hats are ugly <laughs> i have received multiple skull masks as a necromancer uh-huh, and i sure. love them i absolutely love them however i got a wonderful crown that kind of looked like the top of the lich king helm Ooh. and i sold it Ooh. and it's not a freaking transmog I, I can't go get it back it's not a, a an appearance and i don't know why because i love it but it's gone now forever Oh, you gotta you gotta salvage things to get appearances. No, but some things just don't give you an appearance. Oh, huh. yeah, it's it's. I don't know why, and it annoys me. But oh, grats to our guest last week, Gorath, for making oh. it to hundred hardcore. I think it was like three twenty eight or something. I don't think like we that. called him Gorath once while he was on the show, so I feel the need to inform oh, folks. Right. Grats to Bo. Grats yes. to Bo, our guest. From, he made it. He made it right. He, so he's going to be on the yep. statue. I mean, we don't know because it's like a, a unofficial list that is kind of tracking it right now. Blizzard hasn't put out their official list of it. Uh, okay. But but he seems to be quite in the running with uh, plenty of padding to spare. Uh, nice. I don't know if you have to like upload though or something like that. But he did it. I think he finished it like two days ago. So he, like he went a whole nother weekend to get that Shit. thing done. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, a little bit of housekeeping at the top of the show. I uh, want to let everybody know that uh, the FanFest meetup is still being ironed out. We are we are looking at the moment. Nothing's in stone, but we're looking at the Friday, the, the first day of the event afterwards. So like an evening meetup, probably around probably start time around nine. But uh, we don't have a venue locked in yet, but we are uh, we're we're figuring it out and we will announce where the Grinding Gear FanFest meetup will be. Uh, will be taking place uh, as soon as we know. <laughs> yeah. Kind of put it to like stuck our heads up after a bunch of MSQ video editing. And we're like, shit, we really need to have a think about this. <laughs> well, to be fair, you know what? Seven years of BlizzCons, you know, we're kind of used to just winging it in a familiar area. We, yeah. Where we already, we would just go to the same bowling alley every year. We didn't have to plan. Yep. Yeah. It was, that was it. That was it. But yeah, my flights are booked and I'm getting in pretty late Thursday, so that sucks. Uh, I was always told like Vegas was like the place to go to because flights are plenty and they're cheap. Uh, they were minimal and excruciatingly expensive. Uh, I have no idea. That was my experience. 
Yeah, it was rough, man. It's rough. I just hope it's, uh, yeah, I hope because it's packed for FanFest. That'd be awesome. I know it's a smaller event than BlizzCon. But yeah, anyway, uh, more details for our fan fest meet to come. And uh, the other order of housekeeping is to thank you for helping us pay for our houses over at supportourbromance.com. <laughs> yes, that's right. Supportourbromance.com will take you directly to our Patreon, where you can support both Kyle and myself in everything that we make together and get yourself some bonus content as well, uh, like additional Final Fantasy 16 Q&A, because we got too many questions, and I haven't warned you about this, Kyle, but I'm going to keep oh. you after today and record some additional Q&A. Oh, cool. Yeah, just so you know. Uh, yeah. Just so you know. Sounds if you good. can't do it today, that's okay. I'll bother you tomorrow. Oh, for 16. Awesome. Yeah, yeah we got a lot that. of questions. And it would let's be like that. a three-hour show if we'd answered them all. So I grabbed a few uh, for today's show, and then we'll do a bonus uh, pre-FF16 celebration Q&A bonus show. Oh, I also saw a Dr- Dungeons & Dragons movie, so we'll have to do that oh, soon, too. Oh, shit, really? Oh, yeah. and we still yeah, need yeah. to talk about uh, Spy X Family. Yeah, anyway, these are yeah. all of the things that uh, you get from our clearly extremely organized Patreon over at supportourbromance.com <laughs> where you can get bonus video and audio content from Kyle and me. Uh, thank you for the support, everybody. Check it out. It'll go straight to our Patreon. But there's so much shit to talk about. I said shit because I'm looking at my soundboard and Kyle's clip literally is just called shit from the start of the show. If you don't know how we make the show, those sound clips at the top, Kyle sends me one with no warning before we go live. So there you go. Let's just get into this week's news. Okay. Good, 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 good. Oh, great news, everyone. Shove it. I started dancing and now my neck hurts. <laughs> welcome to 36. <laughs> no, welcome you to 36. Happy birthday, my brother. Th- thank you. I don't think you. I wish oh, yeah, you happy yeah, yeah. birthday on the show itself. So, Dude, I, 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 dude, my gift was so awesome. So this was the main gift here. I got a official. It's it's uh, the people who made Indiana Jones's jacket for the Raiders of the Lost Ark. They weren't the main ones who made the side satchel bag that he uses where he pulls the sand out and stuff, but they make a copy of it. And so I got the official, non-official Indiana Jones side satchel. Holy shit. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So this is the British company that made his jacket and the jacket's on crazy back order because, you know, the new movies come out. People are very excited. And inside of it, and it per- fits perfectly, was a brand new D&D book, which I do not have. The final monster manual for uh, 3.5. Oh, so damn. I have them all. I have the full set now. You've completed your collection. I've completed the set. That is fan-freaking-tastic, so, dude. Yeah, I'm going to be sporting that bag at uh, FanFest. This thing's badass and smells so good. Oh, it smells smells so good. I, I was at, uh, just, what, apparently the good news is our swag. Um, I went to, I took my brother for his birthday to Galaxy's Edge over the weekend. Um, I haven't been in quite some time, even though we have annual passes, but usually the crowds are terrible. It was so much fun. The crowds were not terrible. Ooh. I came home with a full Kylo Ren costume. Wow, they sell that? Just they like- do. They sell a pretty nice one. Um, nice. And uh, pass holders get 30% off this month. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, no brainer, as they say. So, no yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll need to uh, uh, procure pants, boots, and gloves. Uh, but I have the cape, the tunic, and uh, the belt, and I already have nice. a Kylo Ren helmet. I've had a Kylo Ren helmet for quite some time. Uh, I know some people don't like the sequel trilogy. I love Kylo Ren. I love Kylo Ren so much it hurts inside. Sure. So uh, yeah, you can um, like what you want. Yeah, I've got to. We're got gonna a, we're gonna talk a lot about this today. Liking what you want. Yes, <laughs> that's, that's yes, a thing. we are. Yes, we are. 
the Xbox showcase has happened. The uh, uh, unofficial E3 season is basically behind us now, Kyle. We've made it through. Everyone that did a big thing has basically done their big thing. Except Nintendo. The Nintendo didn't do a thing, right? Um, no. They're just Nintendo's like been participating in the conversation. Nintendo is counting their Tears of the Kingdom dollars. That's what Nintendo's yes, doing. Yes, they're big. Well, uh, they're they're fearful. They they tremble in fear right now, Garrett. Why? Well, because they had a game of the year in the bag. And now there's other games being announced, other games coming oh, out. Nintendo oh, fans are, okay. are scared. I think, t- I, I, I think, I think, if you want to have this conversation, we're going to make some people mad. You want to ruffle some feathers? Dude, we can't help it. Like, it, we're, let, Let's talk some video games today, but we're going to ruffle some feathers. It's just going to happen. Yeah, I, I think Tears is going to probably win more awards than Final Fantasy XVI. Oh, you went the opposite direction. I thought you were going to ruffle. I thought you were. I would much rather play Final Fantasy 16. 100%. That, that I would, I personally would rather play that game. I find it more fun. I think a lot of, uh, game appreciating aficionados are going to see that tears of the kingdom did more new and unique with its, uh, stealth sequel to Banjo Kazooie nuts and bolts. I don't watch award shows. Because they're awful. I used to watch them, and it was like a like a, a it was a what's the word I'm looking for? An tradition. Event? It was a tradition yeah. with my mom. We would watch the Oscars every year. Um, oh well, you know that's cute. Like I I just on your mom <laughs> and your time with her. But yeah, I, you know they're uh, they're uh, boring, boring, awkward. They're, they're uh, boring. Yeah, I much still I'm still to this day I much prefer MTV award shows because they're ridiculous and cringy and uh, absurd. Um, I still rather enjoy MTV award shows. Are we deep enough? Like, so with, with like no video game award show knowledge outside of like some guy getting on stage during Elden Ring about Bill Clinton or something like that. <laughs> are, are the awards like good? Are they well-crafted awards like costuming and like music? Like, do they actually like go deeper or are they very surface level? Like who oh, sold I mean, the most I, I mean, popular I, vote? I, I, it depends outlet to outlet, right? Like some have voting, some some it's one person others they pull everyone on staff like every place is is slightly different right like we're not exclusively like a well that's there is literally it's the academy awards because there is a literal academy that decides who wins with the big Uh, table and the robes and the fires and i don't believe they're the illuminati but sure they they Uh, probably on a power trip at the very (laughs) least i mean at least 70 percent of them are probably in a cult but yes, yeah, know, of some sort, yeah. or at least something that could be described as a cult, even if it doesn't advertise itself as one. Uh, but the point being, I don't there's been a lot of meaning about that this week. The Tears of the Kingdom, oh, they thought they had it in the bag, and I'm just sitting here being like, I'm pretty sure Tears of the Kingdom is still going to win a lot of awards just because of like how I envision the criteria for most awards being dished out. Uh, I think people look for, you know, a lot of like something, something new, stuff that's kind of mechanically pushing things forward. Um, yeah. Even though I personally, after the, that final fantasy 16 demo, we have a segment dedicated to it later in the show. We're going to bring back our, uh, what's your final fantasy segment. We'll be talking about final fantasy 16 there. Um, but I, I would rather play final fantasy 16 personally. Sure. Sure. The, the, the big debate I ran into this week was, Final Fantasy 16 fans saying our game is mature. It's adult. It's it's Game of Thrones. And then all the Nintendo fans were going, now, hold on a minute. Zelda's a very dark world. And 
So they're they're basically just sounding like Final Fantasy fans talking about the happier looking Final Fantasies that still have extremely mature stories. Yeah, I mean, because, you know, Ganondorf, he curses people. Yeah, I'm talking about Ocarina of Time, by the way, here. Like, I'm not, you know, and then you got Majora's Mask, which is like known as like the darkest chapter. And Link to the like, Past also kind of did the Ocarina Dark World thing first. But yeah, sure. but I'm not talking about Dark World. I'm talking about like, you know, there was the mummy dad who in Majora's Mask was like possessed and his daughter was like, no, don't hit my dad. Like, that's dark. And then there's, you know, re-deads and there's a, you know, the cursed Skullula house. And there's messed up stuff in Zelda if you kind of dig into it and kind of like think a little past the surface level. Also, in general, like a lot of kids shows and kids games, Oops. a lot of everything, a lot of everything. <laughs> I, I, I said a lot of yeah, a lot of everything has a lot of dark themes like Avatar Last Airbender. There's some really dark, you know, truths of war uh, in that thing that go down. Bending. Yes. Yeah. Bloodbending was badass. Uh, yeah. Bloodbending was badass. Such a cool use of the rules. Anyway, uh, point being, and, uh, you know, Starfield could win a bunch of Game of the Year awards, but I bet it'll be buggy like every Bethesda game at launch. And uh, we won't really fully appreciate it until it's like four, three release on the, yeah. On the refrigerator. Yeah. It'll happen. <laughs> it'll go down. Anyway, well, let's talk about it. Let's talk about what was shown at the Xbox showcase. Um, not going to talk about everything. And that's not the point of this. We're just going to talk about what interests us. And as a resident Xbox fan, I made the list today. So it's pretty much just what interests me. <laughs> Um, I agree with your list outside of Forza. You know, I'm, I'm not the, I'm I, not know, I, cars, know. I don't expect you to, you're not offending me by know. saying you're not interested in yeah. Forza. And you have that. I'll talk about I the third edition. With- I wouldn't have even brought up Forza Motorsport in, except we got a release date. So we know it's coming on October 10th. That's, that's it. That's it. We've, okay. I've seen enough Forza Motorsport. I know what to expect from Forza Motorsport. It's going to be utterly gorgeous. I can't wait. Uh, bring it on. Um, but Kyle, we got a completely nothing fable trailer. <laughs> I, I don't dislike it because it's got the it guy in it. I like it crew. I let, what IT I found amusing crew? is that they went to all this, all these lengths ahead of the Xbox showcase to be like, everything will be an engine. And then they open with this and it's like, well, it says in game for starting with like your big, like technically, this like you're starting your event with a technicality because there's no yeah. gameplay in this thing at all. What's this actor's name? I think golf instead of fire. I love this. Oh, guy. he's, this guy's uh, great. he's, he's Moss. I don't know the actor's real name. He's just yeah. Moss from the IT crowd. And well, he's, he's kind of doing that shtick here. Like, I mean, that's like, was it Jermaine? Jermaine doing uh, the, the, the crab and Moana? Like that was basically Jermaine doing his thing. I, I haven't watched. A, I, I don't think I've watched a Disney or a Pixar animated film since Zootopia. I'm really behind is what I'm trying to say. Oh, you missed out on some good ones. There's I know. Too, I know. People keep telling yeah. me. I just, sorry. You're just, all, I'm, all I was trying to do was tell you that. Yeah, no, that I, 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 feel, I feel terribly according you with my basic arguments of like, you got to see in content. You saw the, did you see, um, Coco? No, Coco? I Coco. Good. And that's the okay, one that yeah. everyone I know Fine. tells me I would love. Yeah. You got some good ones waiting for you. I'm excited yeah. for you. Yeah. I just, you know, I just, uh, I got really into live action there for a bit and then I started getting back into anime again. And so it just, I've been busy. I've been busy. Okay. Sure. I've been busy. No, I'm, I'm, but, I, I and now I'm sitting too. here watching basically an animated trailer for Fable with no damn gameplay. They say it's in fucking game footage. I don't care. Cause I can't tell what the game's going to be. Well, yeah, I mean, if it is in-game uh, footage, it is the cutscene part of the gameplay that is being shown. But it is a 
Fable. I mean, I don't think it looks I, so good that I don't believe that it's in game footage. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying I'm just annoyed that there was no <laughs> gameplay. My point is, I'm annoyed there was no gameplay. We haven't had a new Fable in forever. I rather enjoy Fable games, but uh, this is notable because Lionhead Studios is like they're gone. They were acquired and then basically yeah. shuttered. Playground Games is making this. They make Forza Horizon. They make car games. Huh. Um, really great car games. Arguably, I think the best arcade racers right now are come out of Playground Games. Um, but I want to know if they got the chops. So they're going to, they're going to do a fable. I don't, I don't think you could say fable is a universally beloved game, but it is definitely a beloved game. There are certain people that really like fable. Uh, uh, the first one I thought was meh, but I rather enjoyed two and three. Um, I would, I really enjoy its sense of humor. Uh, it's, you know, Kyle, it's just hitting me. I think there's two types of people in this world. People who find Borderlands funny and people who find Fable funny and there's nothing in between. <laughs> yeah. Well, that I, was our clip at the top I of the show today. I stand the humor in Borderlands. But I that love the Fable humor. If you're confused, yeah, that was the uh, hits. Hits. You were supposed to spell hits on the little rocks in Fable 1. But you could, of course, spell shits if you desired. And it was quite funny. And then it summoned some yeah. wolves or werewolves or something like that. If you did that. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. It's a nothing trailer. I agree. I like, I like the actor. That's about it. I have no idea what's going on. I know that one had a pre-made character. I think by three, you were making your own. I always heard bad things about three, but I, I never three played it. was a bit of a departure, but I still rather enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they started like getting into the whole like fate spin. Like you're, you're like, you're fated, but you have good and bad endings yeah. and they were trying to do the ending. To thing. me too, is that that's, that's like classic fable. And this, this is, this kind of looks like classic fable. We're not getting as, because three started to get into like the industrial revolution. Yeah. Yeah. And well, and I feel like at that time I was kind of getting burned out of that idea. Cause we also did Bioshock infinite, not really close to that, but it was kind of the, the tone we were in at the time. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and yeah, I think with final fantasy 16 and Diablo four with two games, I never thought I would compare to each other. I think we're in the middle of like some, uh, grim, dark fantasy vibes right now. Sure. Um, and, and I'm enjoying it a lot. Uh, but I'm wondering if I'll be burnt out on the end of this. Like, will I have like, I, I've, I never played a dragon's dogma, but that trailer looked good. We talked about it during the Sony bit and i'm mm. like am i gonna want another medieval game after this what about Baldur's gate we even talking about like is this is this something we take on together this would be a good co-op experience am i just going to be medieval doubt by the end of diablo 4 and final fantasy 16 maybe that's maybe. what i want to know i don't i don't know I, I think the tone of well we'll talk about final fantasy 16 later but i think the tone is is more uh hbo and that's, I don't think Fable's going there. I think Fable's going to enjoy a little bit more. Uh, no, I, I don't, I'm not worried about being too burnt out for Fable, and it's not even coming out this year at, uh, or, or God knows when, because not again, not even seeing gameplay. That's not, I wasn't so worried about that, but you, you talked about the uh, being burnt out on like Industrial Revolution and Steampunk sure. stuff. And, and now I'm looking at, like, am I going to be burnt out of medieval stuff? Which would make me sad because I love anything set in a vaguely fantasy medieval setting. Also not my favorite, just the steampunk. I've never, I've never been much for tiny hats and, and goggles. And have we, has this not come up? We agree on this. I don't like steampunk either. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't have a, a raging uh, hatred for it. It's a fire burning inside me to like stop all the, the gizmos and whirly gigs, but yeah, it's okay. It's all right. I, f- I feel like it's always welt in a, lackluster wait what was that it was an arcanium that was pretty good that was a good like uh offshoot of the Baldur's gate thing in the past i don't know it was a long time ago i don't know 
I like the Wild Wild West. There's steampunk in that. It's <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite objectively terrible film. movies. That is a film, yes. Oh, well, I, like the, I like the Wild Wild West. That's a fun movie. It's terrible, but I have I have a blast every time I see it. Um, and then we, we've got like the Starfield hour, uh, which... Oh, oh, yeah, it was a straight hour. I, I forgot it was going to be a part of this, and it was like the same run running length as the entire rest of the other, of the other half of the show. Yeah. Um, did you watch this? I on double speed. Yes. <laughs> I, <laughs> I skipped around a little bit, but I mostly yeah. watched the entire thing. Um, I don't. I, so this, this is a weird one. This is, this is where I, I, I check myself, you know, I'm checking myself out here. All right. Check yourself in front of me. There's a lot of, there's a lot of, you know, like, Oh, that's not my Zelda game. Oh, that's not my Batman. Oh, that's not my final fantasy going around right now. Do they have, am, have, they, did you, have you looked at our YouTube comments recently? They found us. Oh, did they? They're not no. my final fantasy crowd found us. Oh, sure. Sure. Well, I, absolutely. It's so amused. I'm so amused. Like, I'm so amused. Like, it, it, like, do you, do you, I want to know if these folks, do you all have the same script? Like it's the, a, the parroting of each other is hysterical. It's yes. It's a, it is a very nuanced conversation uh, to be had. Is it? There is. It, it, well, it, Okay, so I'm an understanding person. Like that's my main goal is always like, oh wait, whoa, commenter, let me understand you, and then I go, whoa, you're a little far. Let me abandon this conversation. Sometimes, sometimes I we reach an understanding and we have back and forth, and I, you know, I start to see the 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 reason why they feel that way without being convinced myself. Uh, there are a lot of people who play video games who feel like they didn't gatekeep hard enough, and this is the result. Like they didn't stop normies streamers whoever it is they see as the villain from getting inside their game and making it casual or changing it or letting the times pass them by. And if they just fill their heart with enough hate, they can use the force and stop all of this and make final fantasy turn base forever and make this game always this way and all that kind of thing. There is a, were they out in with this much energy for the last five final fantasies? More on that later. More on that later. Final <laughs> Fantasy conversation coming up. But no, they were angry then too, is the short version. Okay, uh, okay. So, so I am finding myself entering this a little bit as I see lots and lots of people excited about Starfield. And finally, I'm seeing the lock on camera on the plain face that, you know, uh, flaps the jaw. The, the Bethesda, the Bethesda yes. cam. Yes. And I have sat through years of Garrett Wines or Bethesda hate. And I think you're actually excited about this game. And there's a little bit of me that goes, no, no, wait a second. I, I am. I uh, actually let me open up my Twitter because I have a draft. I don't think I ended up posting. <laughs> I have a draft. I didn't post. So I'm going to use this as uh, uh, oh, my God, this this useless, this now useless social media site owned by a lunatic. Um, it, it, I, it, it's more that it, it always says I have 35 tweets. For some reason, this arbitrary number, 35 new tweets, and then just refreshes the order of the same <laughs> tweets I have. <laughs> You know, you have terrible website. Anyway. Uh, all right. All right. <clears throat> I started writing and I, I couldn't figure this out. So you and I can have a conversation, maybe get through this. This is what okay. I didn't send. I said, okay, I, okay. I'm going to read this, right? It's literally here. I'm going to show it. Come on, focus, focus camera. There okay. we go. It's actually okay. there. I am. I'm feeling it. I started to write. I talk a lot of smack about Bethesda's art direction. Uh, I've always been underwhelmed by what I've seen as a standard realistic direction. Mm -hmm. Starfield's visual language is exceptional. It's the first time I felt like only Bethesda could have made a game that looks like this. Wow. I think they're what I have usually seen as a flaw in them. 
which is creating fantastical worlds that are as straightforward uh, and low hanging fruit uh, visually as they can be. <laughs> I'm serious. There's a, I mean, you like this cause you, you like old D and D art, which is that like a, what does a skeleton that you raised from the dead look like? Like you bought a skeleton at the party store. Like a skeleton and the wizard's like. wearing a wizard hat and yes. there's like a confused lizard in the yes. corner. Yes. 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 Yes, there's there's a there's there's a straightforwardness to it. Uh, I I never enjoyed a Bethesda game until Skyrim. Uh, I tried. Uh, I remember everyone losing their mind about how. Um, what was the one before? What was the, what was in between Morrowind Oblivion. and Skyrim? Oblivion. Everyone losing their mind about how Oblivion looked. I loved Oblivion. I I was just like, this is just yeah. The sun shafts are nice. Everything else is just like Renfair. Um, yes. Yeah. Artistically generic. Yeah. Which is not necessarily a bad thing. This is like, we accept it in live action because we, we cast human actors with human proportions and that's what armors <laughs> looks like. Right. Like I love, yeah. I love the look of game of Thrones, but when you get into a video game, you could have done anything you want. I want you to get a little more ridiculous with it. I love, that's why I like blizzard. Cause it looks like modern interpretations of eighties van art where it's exaggerated proportions and ridiculous. Like that's how I like my armor usually in fantasy. Um, or you go, if you're going to go realistic, you go more the Lord of the Rings route, like ornate elven armor. I love the the Weta style of things, which Skyrim gets into a little bit. But anyway, I digress. I've always seen Bethesda as having that very literal art direction. Like, but this is what it looks like. I love the way NASA shit looks, Kyle. <laughs> Yes, this I is love NASA it. Pornography. I yes. love space travel. Uh, my parents put a literal mural of a space shuttle on my wall as a kid. Like I love space. I had the little kid, sticky yeah. glow in the dark stars. Like I love that shit. Uh, like sense. the other week when we were asked, "What's a movie you think is objectively bad, but you think is just beautiful?" My answer is always Prometheus because I love the visual language of that movie and that ship. Even though I think it's one of the worst scripts ever written. Uh, I, I love space stuff that looks like that. Like it could actually exist made by humans on this earth now. Um, and so, yeah, I think, I think uh, Bethesda's art direction is perfect for this game. Like I, I love how this thing looks. I'm so stoked about it. I find it boring. <laughs> like cool. And, and to me, to me, fallout four is when Bethesda lost the Bethesda magic, which was Jank. Like there was an organicness of oblivion. Morrowind is too old for me. That's just I've really tried, but it's just a different generation. <laughs> that was the first Bethesda game ever. So I think I've told the story on the show before. I was in a band and uh, went to my drummer's room and he was playing it. And I out loud went, this is the ugliest thing I've ever seen. It's very <laughs> ugly. It's uh, not fully voice acted either. Yeah. And I was kind of coming off the back of like the old Republic, uh, Knights of the Old Republic. So I was I was smitten with games that would read to me naturally, if you know my history. And so I found a Obliv- or a Morrowind. I rented it. I started up only like the first two quests are voice. After that, I'm like desperately trying to stab a, a carrion beetle with a spear and it keeps dodging. And I just was like, I'm out of here. I'm, I'm too young for this. And I don't understand what's going on. Oblivion came around. I got bit by a vampire. I started having bad dreams. I had to hide from the sun. I had to like I double spells going on. Like you'd find people organic out in the world. It was just you could make your own spells. It was such an organic experience. And Skyrim took that and honed it. And they took away some of that jank as well as some of that some of that magic. Mm. And the magic was still there in 
Fallout 3 and people love New Vegas for that very magic. And by the time of Fallout 4, it was way too scripted. It was way too on rails for me. New Vegas wasn't Bethesda developed, though. That was Obsidian. Yes, that was Obsidian, who was highly praised for being like massively interactive. Uh, Obsidian's one of those where like if you have stats and the most random thing, a dialogue option will be there available for you. Like you put points into scavenge. Well, now you can talk to the scavenger about scavenging. Like it's very it's very interwoven how you're going to have conversations throughout that world. To me, yeah, the pinnacle was always that uh, I got in Fallout 3 to a point where you had to go find a replacement dish for a radio broadcast. And if you had enough repair, you could skip like a two hour long quest and just be like, I can repair it. Go up there, fix it. Done. That was it. Like you just bypassed a huge yeah. chunk of the game. Yeah, that's the kind and of stuff awesome. like I live for uh, in in Bethesda games because Skyrim was the first game I, I, like, I ever like really, really loved. Uh, I played Fallout 4. I had kind of fun with it. I really don't care for the Fallout aesthetic. Um, so it's really hard for me to get into Fallout, but I enjoyed Skyrim. So I tried to Fallout 4 and I had enough fun, but I didn't beat it. Uh, but I played a ton of of Skyrim, um, and also part of what helped me enjoy Skyrim was uh, it was post me playing D anD D with you for the first time. I never oh, played I never yeah. played D anD D before, and so uh, the theater of my own mind while playing a game that you know I don't think is visually spectacular helped a lot with my enjoyment of Skyrim, and also just knowing what to respect in a role-playing environment such as that, where you can do things like that. You can skip combat through dialogue. If you make the right decisions or you spec your character in the right way, it, it opened my mind to a, a type of gameplay that I previous never, never really respected or even feel like I understood. But the big problem with all Bethesda games is a terrible lack of monster models. They are reusy. And your final, final boss, well, not maybe not the final, final boss, but your big bosses are sometimes a thing you saw at like level two. And it's super disappointing. Well, that's so I'm having that, a little bit of that's you. I, it's not really what I come to Bethesda games for. Sure. But here they are promising to have a thousand worlds with unique biospheres. And I'm like, no, you don't. You, you, you don't. There's going to be like seven recolored lizards and that's it. I do not trust Bethesda to populate a thousand exotic worlds with aliens. It's gonna be it's gonna be lame. Now the the NASA punk of it looks great, and if you want to design your own ship and you want to fly that around, you want to go have conversations about like smuggling something. I think that's gonna be very satisfying. But the exploratory side of things, I, I will say, I'm gonna fall short. Much more interested in the ship side of things. The having a crew, having relationships with your crew, flying around. And like hailing other ships and getting into space firefights or being able to like steal their ship, all that kind of shit is stuff I've been wanting from games and no man's sky kind of scratched the itch, but didn't go far enough with it. It, it was more in the exploration side of things. I wanted something that was more in the moment to moment starships side of things. And it, to me, it looks like from what they've shown here, Starfield's going to give me that. But uh, I mean, who knows? It could be, I, I could be I could be wrong, and I I can forgive a lot of um, thin content, which is what I'm assuming will happen with the planetary side of things. They've already said, and they seem to keep pointing it out, which I think they're trying to prepare us. They're like, "There's tons of planets; they're just uninhabited. It's just for resources." So I'm like, they keep mentioning that, so I'm like, kind of expecting it. I think I can forgive a lot of that, and I'll still find a lot of personal fun with it. 
as long as I'm just like getting up to a lot of pirate hijinks out in space. I think I'm, I think it's going to be the first game I play like a complete evil bastard since the old Republic MMO launched. That'd be fun. And I mean, you always get ideally if the game is, you know, well-made and well-layered, there's always really fun options when you go evil in these games, like getting access to the hotel in fallout three. That was very satisfying for blowing up the first city that you come in contact with. <laughs> yeah. Evil playthrough on that was great. I really enjoyed my evil playthrough. It was just, of course, my second playthrough because I, you know, I get nervous about upsetting NPCs. But uh, this is, uh, the, for me, the big thing, the big turnaround since their last trailer was the shooting has improved. Like it was very, very floaty it, when they last showed it, it off. It looks pretty good for a Bethesda game. I'm not expecting, yeah. uh, to me, like Bungie is like the high watermark of, of shooting, like Bungie or, uh, I know it's it's cool to not like Call of Duty, but Call of Duty shooting is really freaking satisfying. Uh, I don't think it's on that level, but it's 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 a, it's definitely looks way better than Fallout, which I really don't like the shooting in. But, you know, we'll we'll see when I actually get to play the darn thing. But I, I liked this look. It, it did a lot to up my interest in Starfield, if you can't tell. Yeah, well, you you're already kind of into it. I was like, I was already kind of hopeful, like just telling me you can you can customize your ship. I'm like, OK, I already want to try your game. But then when they're like, once they started mentioning space piracy, I was like, OK, I'm in. <laughs> The, the sandwiches devs got to you. The, the yes, one the sandwiches devs one hundred percent got to me. Katie and I, uh, <laughs> Katie was started playing through Skyrim, and uh, we both thought it was hilarious. She was like, "Wait, I can steal cheese." And we literally, I was like, "You should just uh, have use a room to steal to keep all your cheese in." So we were both sitting there watching Starfield, and we just started dying laughing when we saw the pile of sandwiches. Yeah, it is very yep. much our sense of humor in these types of games. So. Uh, yeah, I, I liked I liked this Starfield preview. Will it be buggy? Probably. Does it bother me all that much? No, I think that's part of the uh, charm of day one Bethesda experiences. Well, yeah, watching a cow rocket across your screen and fly up into the mountains is yeah. pretty funny. Yeah. And this is clearly like a game they want to be lived in. Like this is not a, you know, this is a single player experience. So there's no rush to make it right. Because I can play at any time and the experience will be the same. You know, there's no day one I really have to yeah. participate in in that regard. But you're absolutely going to have your uncanny valley stare at me. Just talk, talking to <laughs> me. I, I, I really wish they would get away from that. I hate the the centered camera with with Bethesda games. Then the more recent ones, they didn't show it off here. But in the more recent Bethesda games, you can like break conversation and go wander around a little bit. Oh, okay. you know, like if someone's okay. talking right at you, you can sort of exit that conversation and fart off. It's something that Diablo does occasionally in Diablo 4. I wish they did it more because, frankly, the story of Diablo 4 is not grabbing me. I've changed chapters, too, and I'm trying to find the thread. I'm loving the gameplay. But I really like is. the side stories. The main story, yeah. Lilith talks too much. Well, all of them do. They're, they're all, everyone is too verbose that when you meet them. And I, granted, yeah, I come from more of a FromSoft, like, world-building, kind of say a couple crazy lines at me, and I'll put it together later. Like, it's really really telly but also the world is awesome and the spells are awesome and the uh intricacy of the talent trees i love playing it and i'm really enjoying my time with diablo 4 but it is, it is not a story game and there are minor dialogues where you can keep on specking and then occasionally and pretty often in the main quest it'll lock you in and i'm like well this isn't so fascinating i wish i wasn't going through my inventory right now <laughs> and you could do that in some of the later Bethesda games. At least walk around a little bit and make your own dynamic camera angles for the fight or the talks. Oh, that's fair. 
That's all right. Uh, if anyone wants to get their Garrett and Kyle scream on, Phasmophobia is coming to consoles uh, with early access cool. this August. I them. thought that was worth mentioning. Uh, our Phasmophobia Halloween stream uh, was a lot of fun last year. I really enjoy that game, and I'm looking for any excuse to play it again, Kyle. It was really fun. It, that demonology one looks really good, too. Very much in the same vein. Mm. Yeah. Uh, the clones, the Phasmophobia clones are good, too. And then there's one more game that I was, we were asked, the Sleepless One in Discord was like, what do you think about this? But it was already on my list. It's the only other game I want to talk about from the Xbox Showcase, Kyle. We are getting a freaking sequel to City Skylines. Okay. Okay. Did you, did you, are you, are you a city builder, dude? I, I enjoyed it, but there was one feature that really bummed me out. And stop me from playing. And it was, uh, you couldn't control the poop waters until you like it upgraded enough. So you were just like dumping it right in the river with <laughs> just like no control. It was gross. <laughs> and like I had to like unlock sanitation. I had like a bustling city and I still was just dumping it in the river. I loved City Skylines. Also, it came out, it came out after that awful SimCity release by EA. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, this was so what was this? Was this like an indie developed thing? City Skylines? Uh, it was it, good. It was really well made. It was a smaller team. I forget who made it. I just I just know I love the freaking game. That was a, a paradox release, but was it actually paradox? Who developed it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the that's the question. It looks good. Like it looks good. Fly around your cities. It's Colossal uh, Order and Tantalus Media were the developers. Clearly, they have cranked the motion blur on this to kind of smooth out those trees a bit, but I'm sure I can turn that off. This looks good. I love like City Builders. Good. I played a lot of SimCity growing up, and uh, cities, the first City Skylines was everything we wanted that horrible SimCity game to be, pretty much. Except for apparently yeah. Sanitation. Yeah, apparently Sanitation was their big, uh, the big ball drop there. I either don't remember that, or it says a lot about uh, what makes me feel guilty as a person. Well, it wasn't even guilt. It was just gross. Like, I don't I, I don't like games that do the are you good or are you evil kind of thing? Like, I, I played black and white growing up like I've done that. I've officially cleared for my life. The are you going to kill all the puppies or is it happy rainbows forever? Like, I don't need to have an evil city that throws its trash in the streets because I don't know, I get evil points for it or something. Like that. <laughs> I'm not, I didn't feel like I was saving up anything by dumping poop in the river. <laughs> it was just a bad, bad uh, tech tree lineup in that regard. There needs to be enough fun in in the split, right? Like yeah. that, like Mass Effect, you could do some pretty different things with just depending on the track you chose. And that's how I felt about the old Republic. Like you could, you could be such a wretched piece of crap when you were evil in that game. And it made it so fun because it was just ridiculous. So, uh, man, you're apparently excited about armored core. I am. am There's no, there's no weight there. I just legitimately have no idea what you're, what this is. I mean, this, uh, so, so armored core six is the FromSoft game with the robots. Yeah, no, I'm aware of that. I didn't know there was anything new this week in it. Yeah, there was a, a demo, which was very confusing. And I, I apologized to Kristen because I was like, Kristen, there's a demo. And she's like, oh, my God. And so we we're like searching all over, trying to find the demo, trying to download the demo because we played Final Fantasy 16 demo this week. So I just assumed demo means demo. But it was a demonstration of video that was sent to content creators so they could watch it and you know, react uh, to it and stuff. Okay. So uh, Armored Core is yet another game I am a dirty newcomer to. And it, kind of the through line right now is discovering all these ancient, ancient fan base games like like 
Legend of Zelda and Final Fantasy with all their new weird games coming out. The only difference, like. the, the only difference is, is that you played Zelda in the past, but I did. You didn't yes. grow up playing Final Fantasy. You even grew up playing Army Core. But yeah, we do seem to have a bit of an arc going on right now with uh, us. Uh, hey, anyone know about this thing that's really cool? And, and an entire fandom in, in unison yells, "Yes!" For years, it's been around forever. <laughs> How could been? you do this? You're part of the crowd. You're just a, you're just another person. You're rats in the maze being caught up in the hype. But I, you know, I, I love FromSoft games. I never played an Armored Core. Uh, you know, I, I need Kaiju's to really find an interest. But I have massive, massive respect for FromSoft, and I love everything they've done since Demon Souls. And I've played the hell out of them. I love them. So, what'd you take so, away from the demo? Anything new other than it's um, not a, a it's not a, a Souls like. Yeah, so the demo didn't show off a HUD, which is probably one of the big questions kind of lying in the air. It seems like there's lock-on. There's definitely resource management. The ship crafting or your robot crafting is going to be pretty detailed. It looks like there's also like a load feature, kind of like Dark Souls, where you might be over-armored and doing what's called a fat roll. You might be fat boosting around if you have, you know, I'm, I'm aware of that launchers. much about armored core. Yeah. Cause you have like a boost mechanic and depending on the weight of your Mac, it's going to affect your boost drastically. Right. And they showed off the good stuff. They, they showed off in this demo, the hit boxes. There was a, a boss encounter that happened where you know, they jumped over a fist that was thrown by this massive forge boss and it was a near miss. So the hit boxes look really well made. It looks, you know, it, it looks like a Souls game. Honestly, it has a lot of, like, Souls combat, including one thing that apparently set fans off, which was it turned on a dime. And that made people really angry seeing this trailer, or demo. Because you're supposed to have weight. You're supposed to be a heavy robot. Uh, so okay. when it, All right. You know, because you played Elden Ring, you can kind of, like, hurt, left, hurt, right, left, left, and you just... There, you there's momentum. Just, yes. There's momentum and weight, yes. Yes, and that's something people expect from Armored Core, and there's, like, the tiniest little moment where apparently this robot turns on a dime and a lot of people went, oh, it's all wrong. It's ruined. To me, I'm like, this looks like Elden Ring engine. It looks like they did excellent environmental research. It looks like it's going to be beautiful. And the customization looks really, really fun. So I'm very excited to try it out when it comes nice. in in October or something like that. It's, it's pretty soon. Folks are going to say, uh, or, uh, uh, Scaldi and Chats, this kid's going to love the tuning in the garage. I can't stand tuning in car games. Uh, I, I'm wholly uninterested. I like putting parts on. I don't like fine tuning. Like when, when a car game is like, what would you like your brake balance to be? I'm like, I don't care. Uh, what are other people doing? <laughs> Please well, uh, hang on, hang on. Cause, cause it's, cause it's easy for me to say, Oh, that tracks because you don't like deck builders. Correct. So is, is, is the car tuning thing like different than filling bars? Do you like filling bars? Do you like have, you know, I like, got- I like swapping parts in and in and out. I don't like going to a slider and making adjustments. Uh, so in car games, you would typically make a brake balance downforce. Depending on how simmy it's getting, you can do camber on the tires and like all that. It's shit that I literally in real life have gone to a garage and say, you figure this out. <laughs> Because I want nothing to do with it. Okay. Uh, that might, I mean, I, I think if you're, it, from what I saw of the menus in this thing. Okay. Ch- folks in chat are saying I will like the robot tweaking then because it's exactly that. It's more about swapping up parts. Okay, yes. cool. I'm glad. All right. You're, you're basically geared, right? Like they they showed off a build where you had a sword in one hand and like a rocket launcher in the other. They showed off a build where you had like two machine guns. So there's going to be, you could basically deduce it down to like there's going to be spellcaster build, which is probably like 
many types of rocket launchers. There's going to be a melee build. There's going to be a range build. There's probably like an archer build that has more of like a like railgun kind of thing. So you can take all your fantasy classes and just place it upon robots at the end of the day here. And it's it, it looks beautiful. I still could go for a kaiju, but, you know, it, it looks beautiful. Not that kind of game, guys. Not that kind of game. No, it's not. It's not. Also, I, I do not know. And maybe chat can help me out with this. I heard that the the writer, the lead director is quitting like uh, Elden Ring DLC is their last hurrah. So is this a is this an official FromSoft product? Are we entering the unknown here with unknown creators having at the armored core? Wait, wait, wait. Do they have a hand in this? Are we are we talking like writer? Are you talking about Miyazaki? Uh, yeah, yeah, like they're taking off. I heard they were taking off. Like oh, shit, Elden Ring DLC is their last one. People are saying I've heard nothing of that. Okay, okay, maybe maybe just a rumor that reached my ears. Eyeballs. Um, seeing nothing official. Okay. Uh, when I Google, uh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, if they do take off, like they had a good hurrah. They had a good hurrah at it. No, uh, it looks like I'm I'm going to file that under uncredible. Rumors and scuttlebutt. Very well. Are we, are we doing the old instance now? Yeah, we can do that. Shout out to Scott Johnson. Yeah, shout out to Scott. Who I beat last night in Frog Pants Wrestling. Are you getting your Miyazaki's confused? <laughs> Am I? I don't know. It's what I heard. It's what I heard. That's why I was asking the chat. You so I've taken, getting your Miyazaki's confused. I've, I've taken on no responsibility for my statements. Maybe. Maybe. Anyway, let's uh, let's talk about that Final Fantasy 16 demo. The Final Fantasy 16 demo, uh, if you've been living under a rock, is uh, playable right now. You got a PS5, you can go play it. Nothing stopping you. Uh, 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 maybe maybe wait till after this segment <laughs> to go do it. Listen to the show, <laughs> damn it. Um, Kyle, you and I streamed the entire prologue section there's also a iconic challenge you can go do which is more of a combat demo that just like throws you later into the game with a lot more abilities uh but together we stream the prologue which starts you literally at the very beginning of the game and goes through the entire prologue of the game and you can keep your save and take it with you when the game launches this upcoming thursday so uh we've been on a bit of a journey with final fantasy 14 both of our First Final Fantasy, we thought we might finish. It sounds like we might actually finish 16 first, though. Well, who knows? Who knows how this goes? Um, but we've been on a bit of a journey with Final Fantasy as newcomers to the franchise. Um, so there's been a lot of hype in our community for Final Fantasy 16. I thought it looked interesting, particularly because uh, it's also the same damn team as Final Fantasy 14, the MMO. Yes. So. An important note, an important note in this conversation, for sure. Because there is a big uh, predisposed to enjoy it kind of going on in the background. I, I mean, yes, I would say that. I, the whole reason I wanted to stream it was to see if, like, we really cared. Like, t- from the yeah. outside looking in, I was like, okay, the primals icons look cool. Uh, and I like that it's a fantasy setting because, like, growing up, to me, I, Final Fantasy didn't hit my radar until 7. And so, for me, I always thought Final Fantasy was, like, pseudo-steampunk. Like I didn't realize, like I never knew about the old sprite games. I didn't realize it was, had launched as more of a traditional fantasy. Um, so yeah, anyway, um, I am much more attracted to like a fantasy look than like the look of final fantasy seven personally. 
from an aesthetic side of things. So the, all There's those more things to take were, on. all of that was coalescing. And the fact that I'm enjoying final fantasy 14, which at least starts more traditionally fantasy and uh, there's all kinds of aesthetics going on in 14, but, um, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I started reading, I started reading chat and I'm getting, I'm getting punk splained. I'm getting punk splained in chat. And, uh, it's, it's the only, the only punk I care about right now is NASA punk. Um, Point being, uh, we got through to the end of the prologue. If you go through our live stream playlist, you can watch it in its entirety. And we have a new video out this week, summing up our thoughts on the demo. Um, but TLDR, we rather enjoyed it. Yes, I'm, I'm smitten. I, I love this. I mean, it's more of the Game of Thrones Final Fantasy 14 that you would enjoy if you made it deep into Final Fantasy 14. The first time, like you're not going to make it far in Final Fantasy 14 if you don't like that. You know, like that aesthetic. It, that, uh, it, political tone. intrigue made unique in it in, in to me it's 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 Game of Thrones esque political intrigue in a fantasy setting, but it is made unique by the over the top displays of power, magic, and in this case, primals. Right. Yeah. No, I, I love this thing. I, I mean, I love it so much. I didn't play the icon challenge. Because to me, that was walking in on the middle of an anime. I'm not. I'm not interested. I did play it. I played it last night. Okay. How did? How was it? How I did went it feel? back through part of the prologue. So I, I moved my P, my PS5 back out of the office, out to the nice, beautiful television, because um, I just want to see what it looked like, like you know, on my nice TV. Because I don't. I don't have a, a freaking OLED uh, computer monitor, but I do have an OLED 4K TV. That is uh, the single biggest thing in my home, um, and it's gorgeous. Totally freaking gorgeous on a nice TV. And I started going half. I got like halfway through the prologue and I was like, all right, I'm going to jump over into the iconic challenge. It was great. It was great. I got to play a lot. You know, obviously you have a lot more of an experience with the combat. Uh, I still rather enjoyed it. I didn't pause to go through what abilities I had and I probably should have because I, I got at I, I finished it. I got all the way to the end and I was like, I never air juggled. <laughs> and I'm an old school Devil May Cry fan. I haven't played any of the modern ones. And I'm like, where is my my uppercut with my sword to start an air juggle? Where is it? Where is it? It was probably in there. And I didn't find it. But that's the one thing that feels really missing for me right now, even though I probably could have found it had I gone digging. I've heard it's available, but it, the kind of tone of Devil May Cry was you enter the room and that is goal number one. Mm. It, and eventually, like God of War, you would unlock more abilities that added to the air juggle. While also kind of having a danger of people being behind you. Devil May Cry was very much, you will juggle and other enemies will look on like putties from Power Rangers while you take care of this one person up in the air. There, there was something Pretty- so satisfying in like the original Devil May Cry because I think it was like you just held the normal hit attack, right? And you would, it would just automatically do an uppercut. And so you went from yeah. the long hold to this, to the tapping and then you would combo and shit. And like, that's what I want in this game. If you spec into it, if you long hold on the melee attack, it does a charge attack that is probably my biggest critique of the game. It really takes me out of the flow of combat. I don't like the charge attack talent on the melee hit at all. <laughs> it really breaks the flow. It, to me, it feels like it takes an entire, like a half second too long. It's very, I don't know. I haven't been able to figure out how to make it feel flowy. There yet. is a respect at any time on there, so you could get rid of it if you're accidentally using it. I, I, I guess you could, but I guess I, I like I heard Devil May Cry, and I know I haven't played the modern ones, as so this is more akin to the modern Devil May Cry's. But I was I was kind of hoping for that long hold air juggle. It's just fun. Yeah. It's junk food. Like it is. It is so 
campy, ridiculous. You're changing characters every chapter. It's kind of hard to hold on to the thread. I would take a whole game just playing as Kylo Ren with a cane. That was awesome. I love that guy in Devil May Cry 5. <laughs> I thought he was a lot of fun. I need to play the, the, the modern Devil May Cry. I've been told I would enjoy them, especially yeah, the most it, recent one. But It's um, a gauntlet. It's, it's just fun. It's dude, just fun. The, the, extra, the extra icon powers. Oh, shit. It's fun as hell. Sweet. It's fun. Oh, dude. The Titan power. The Titan power it, it like, is completely different than the others in how it functions. It's like a little mini game every time you use one of them. Yeah, no, I'm already sold. Like I, it's it's a weird, you know, content creator, right? Like you're you're kind of in a weird space of being like, what's for me? What's for the content? What's for the work? What's up, you know, personal? And I'm just kind of like, I don't want to walk in on the middle of an anime. I think most animes you walk into, you'll be like, who the hell are these people? Why is their hair that way? What is the weapon they're using? Why is the sword so bendy? I mean, what the heck is going on? <laughs> I mean, I have questions, but I didn't have that many. Yeah. Uh, I think I, I think the to me maybe. When I get up to this point in the story in my actual playthrough, I'll feel differently. But getting dropped in wherever the hell we were dropped in in the iconic challenge, I was like, okay, yeah, I, I'm pretty lost. Like, I don't really know how we got here. And there's a couple of illusions the story beats, and I'm like, I don't know what that means. And that, I'm happy about that. I don't want to know what it means. No, and I just want to have, like, I want to have the powers piecemeal to me. I want to feel that flow. I want to experience Clive's story as I gain however I got the Titan power, the Titan power. Like, I don't even want to see it. So that's how like kind of sold I am. I, I am in this camp of the new fan. I've got this huge amount of respect for it already coming from Final Fantasy 14. I already respect the writing, the development, all that sort of thing. So I can get pre-excited, which is feels really nice about a game yeah. after a while. Yeah. And it's scratching like that Dragon Age, Mass Effect, whatever have you. Like it's probably not going to be interwoven. It doesn't seem like it's going to be very choice structured at all. But the world of medieval attack on titan love it love love unit four i think it was we're like no please stop ah i, I can't control it like i love that kind of crap i absolutely go nuts for it i'm such a teenager at heart when it comes to that sort of unleashing power i hope oh my god i hope so bad that we're at fan fest and they're like next job for the next expansion Dominant, yeah, I would love it. Oh, I would absolutely lose shit. it. I love power suits. I love oh. bio armor. I wanna, I wanna be ice heart. I just, I love it. That I, would be I love that would that be a tough so one though, because like I want a dominant for each primal. I don't want a primal. I don't want a dominant that wields all the primals. Like I realize that's what they're doing here in this game, but well, like you just said, I want to be ice heart. Thing. Like yeah, yeah, like I kind of just want to be ice heart. Like I kind of just want to be ifrit. Like. And there'd probably be, there'd probably be, yeah, because, uh, you know, Final Fantasy 14 is not a game you have specs, so you probably would have, right, like, that's a, what I'm talking about. You're in this mode for a little bit, you're in this mode for a little bit, you yeah. do this mode for, like, healing maybe or something, or, yeah, there's not going to be a multiple one, but that'd be so cool. And I've heard that Reaper has, like, a merge with yourself kind of moment where your shadow, like, can sit on top of you and you kind of get a little Power Rangers power suit moment, but I just eat that stuff up and there's not enough games. That's why I talk about freaking uh, prototype prototype is like the worst game ever made honestly but it's like one of the few games on this planet that let me ride a super suit the amount of times and, i've heard prototype thrown around or written uh, lately because of the spider-man 2 demo <laughs> oh because it was like the, tenderly the, 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 the symbiote suit yeah uh, I, I've, I've this is the most i've heard prototype mentioned in the last 15 years that didn't come out of your mouth 
I didn't get that vibe at all because he didn't like turn his hand into a sword at any point or, you know, like the, the tendrils were there. And like, I, I saw all, very I saw the Twitter, I saw the Twitter threads of people being like, his eyes changed by the end. And I was like, eh. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know how to take Spider-Man. I haven't uh, played the new one, so I, I'm not terribly interested. Really, but, really should. Uh, apparently, apparently. But from the outside, I'm just kind of like, it's maybe freaking good and 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 i know you're i know your uh your oldest is super into spider-man he yes. will lose his you have a ps5 i do it's true it's but I'm been also, on sale <laughs> i've uh, you know i've got i've got a lot on my dance card as uh, Bo Schwartz uh, likes uh to say. put it on uh put it put it on flynn's dance card <laughs> he's busy with zelda he loves zelda uh you know watching zelda and stuff mm, and, and we've fair. been watching compilation videos of like all the bosses uh, he, he thinks Zelda bosses are just the coolest thing in the world. That's awesome. And if you've hung out with a three-year-old, you know what it's like when they think something's cool. It is the topic of conversation. <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> they will tell you about their favorite boss over and over again. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm smitten. And uh, I find myself in an interesting place because, you know, my, my Twitter is very kind of sued towards, you know, I make Final Fantasy 14 posts, and so naturally it's like, oh, you want Final Fantasy? And there's just this great, army of final fantasy 14 people arguing with somebody i don't know something like some nebulous force out there that hates this game that's coming out and it's an interesting experience so i've done some i've done some anger archaeology for you here i've got my investigative report here my only question is aren't you tired are tired about being mad about this for 20 years like yeah they're not uh i can i can inform you they okay. are not tired well i i i listen here's your guide as someone listening that's into video games to making me tune out of what you have to say the fastest okay if i get a whiff of console war energy uh, i stop listening <laughs> or reading what you've written uh i i find that to be the most hilariously tired brand of energy that i cannot even believe it still exists yeah, I don't know if it's like sports, like if you, you know, if you kind of got them one on one and we're like, hey, are you really, uh, are you okay? They'd be like, oh, yeah, no, I just enjoy it. Like, I just love, I love my team. My whole family's part of that team. And we yell about sports and that's what we do on the weekends. Like, I think there is like an innocent console war population out there. But when it comes to the Twitter space, it seems like really intense. And, you know, it's kind of that like, you know, you guys are like, Playing in the corporation, like you know, you guys are kind of fighting a weird battle here. I mean, it exists about, everywhere. It's not just video games. It happens in the car market. It happens sure. in the sports. It happens like like tribalism. We're, we're not digging up new things, but for something that I see as a more modern <laughs> interest, video games. Why? Why are we doing this? Why? Why? Well, why are we still being this way? Well, so I can confirm what the through line is. This is my big discovery. They want turn-based games. And when you put a number on a Final Fantasy game, that to them has a certain dedication, a certain promise that this will be the Final Fantasy game that you want from your childhood. That feels almost like, you know, productive, like you're, you're accusing them of being overly nostalgic. That's not the case. They just love what they love. And we all love what we love. You know, I've talked about my disappointment in Darkest Dungeon 2, which is a great game and I'm really enjoying, but I'm still disappointed. That, but that disappointment goes back a little further than it should. 
So they're saying Final Fantasy games should only be turn-based. Anything else should be like the Stranger of Paradise, this knockoff thing that doesn't get a number. It doesn't earn a number. Does, this doesn't deserve the number. But then you're like, well, what about Final Fantasy uh, 10? What about Final Fantasy 10? Because that was turn-based. Why do you hate Final Fantasy 10? Oh, we just hate Titus. Like They just hate Titus. I, love I, remember, I remember even when it was new and I was blown away by 10 because I got it with my PS2 and I was like, holy shit, games will never look better than this. I still remember there being like some vague air of like 10's not my Final Fantasy. Yeah, there's so there's some sort of like personality and I can't speak to this part directly, but there was like an air of the Final Fantasy main character that like Cloud and that dude with the pants had and the majority of these dude like with the pants Titus from 10. No, 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 no. Well, that, yeah, those were some pants. I, I'm thinking more uh, the, the, the coat with the white shirt and the, you know, plain like they're kind of plain. Oh, Squall. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Squall. The gunbreaker from eight. Yeah. Okay. Final Fantasy main characters, maybe like Link, you know, they're supposed to be a little plain so you can insert your personality on top of them, perhaps. And so you, that's your character. Titus was too loud. He was too full of personality and people hated him. So it's not a turn-based thing. It's also just a we hate Titus thing. So that's why it goes also. Nine was the last real Final Fantasy game to this conversation. Okay. And anything after that has been a real-time mess. Even the remakes... The, the remakes have a mode where you can make it more turn-based and there's already like a predisposed, well, I like seven, so I guess I kind of have to like this kind of thing going on. So that that through line kind of connects in sort of a web way. Not, uh, this has been going on for absolute years. Yeah, yeah, it's been going on for absolute years and this anger is nothing new. Uh, in particular, like what I was really curious is there is there any Final Fantasy 14 fan out there who hates the direction of Final Fantasy 16. And I couldn't really find one. I, 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 but I think that's be, But Final Fantasy 14 is such a departure and, and already yeah. on the I'm never playing that list that this has already just kind of entered that sphere. The closest thing to that I've seen is PC Final Fantasy 14 players that don't have a PS5. Sure. But that's more of a timed exclusivity anger than an anger with the game itself. Right. I, I get that. I get that. Particularly, you know, you might think the PS5 lineup is a little weak. It's not worth the investment to you. I totally understand, you know, the frustration there, particularly when we love sharing these moments from these stories. Like there are those who are, are careful about spoilers and then those who are just blasting the snake kills Dumbledore, you know, like it, it happens. And you're going to find many, many different types on the Internet. And there's a, a dangerous field to enter if you want to hold out till PC release in some nebulous state. And of course, there was what many considered to be like a switcheroo that happened when Yoshi P was like, come into PC and then had a whoops. <laughs> that never happened. Uh, there's also a large population that just hates Yoshi P uh, because he did what he did to Final Fantasy 14 and made it a success, which has driven the market away from the turn base they want. Also, he said, he doesn't like the term JRPG and you put that in like a you put that in a bubble and you shoot it out to the fan base already mad. They see Yoshi P as this villain that's now reducing a strategic game down to an action based beat em up How and is, taking all the, the class out of the oh, endeavor. That's why that's so bizarre because it's it, it goes back so much further. Well, and to that. say there's no tactics of. Uh, like even in display on the game, we saw really good hitboxes in the demo. We saw I saw moments where you wanted to be ranged and move away from enemies. Like there were there were choices to me. It's more of like a Dark Souls kind of choice of like I need to go easy on my combos right now so I can dodge. 
but the animations are very quick, which maybe maybe that's the problem. Like, it doesn't feel like there's that turn base in the background, you know, like Nice Little Republic had, like a lot of these sort of modern action RPGs. It You can still feel the turns ticking in the background. It's not just mm-hmm. cooldowns. I don't know. I mean, they've been they've they've been trying some form of real time combat for t- over twenty years. Right. So th- this this to me, combat wise, interests me the most. Well, were we were well, not cringy use. I, I really related to Titus. I thought <laughs> I thought he was kind of spot on. I really related to Titus too. Time. Yeah, yeah. It's the only other Final <laughs> Fantasy I played. Um, yeah, I yeah, I liked ten. Got stuck on some boss. I don't remember who. And I just like, I was like, okay, I'm off to my Gundam PS2 games. But well, and there was, there was farming times. Like there, you know, there was times in 10 where you just had to go like straight up farm. Like yeah. it was, it, it was a final fantasy game in that regard. And of course, like, you know, the dad issues and all that sort of thing. Like as a teenager, you're very much like, ah, oh, well, this is relatable. Kiss a girl in the lake. I love it. I, I love 10. I thought 10 was 10 a wonderful came out time. Right. When I started going out on dates, like yeah. it was perfectly timed for my age water ball and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's, it's, it's certainly interesting. We got some questions about final fantasy 16. I wanted to include some in okay. the show today. Um, uh, Udnert started and said, when playing the 16 demo, how responsive did you find to the controls? Was the move, movement in physics, uh, more like dark souls or devil may cry, which do you prefer? Uh, I would say definitely more like devil may cry, even having not played modern devil may cries, but there's there's not really weight to it the way there is in like an Elden Ring. Yeah, I would say your closest Souls game would be Sekiro because that one was slightly interruptible. That's the main thing. Like it is not you. I'm not going to call it a tactics action game because when you start a swing, you could go straight into a dodge. Like there's nothing. There's no animation. Wait, you you wind up for some big Phoenix rah thing you're not stuck in that animation for a prolonged period of time that opens you up to attacks. So it is very button mashy. Uh, there, and, there, there are attacks later on that uh, kind of leave you open. Yeah. And that's great. Like that, that's, that's the sort of nuance that I feel like is being missed because we don't have the full game right now. But in terms of, you know, like, like uh, newer God of war has this too, where you can kind of be like up in an animation and get stuck in it. Yeah. That is a very important part to making a game feel strategic and I didn't see that in my demo. You're saying it's a part of the combat, which is which is great because we need to have some difficulty there. My biggest complaint about the demo right now is combat's going to get boring. And I feel like that's why they made the stagger mechanic in the early game, right? Like I'm not talking about when you have 20 cooldowns and everything's flashy and the, and the bosses are doing cool stuff. Like in the beginning prologue, the combat's kind of boring. So they inserted a stagger mechanic to kind of break up combat so you can then do your perfect combo because you're always interrupting yourself. And there's a lot of games like this where you're just like, oh, my God, let me just do the five hit combo and let me hit you. They fix that by adding the stagger. I did a boss and fight that I absolutely loved in the additional portion of the demo. Uh, there were there were there were stuff in there that felt straight out of God of War and there was stuff in there that felt straight out of an MMO uh, in, in terms of mechanics, which really put a smile on my face. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so overall, I like the overall. I like the combat. There were a couple places in the iconic challenge where I felt like there were like maybe too many people to fight too many times back to back. 
And Sounds like a challenge. Like, yeah, you know, maybe, maybe I just suck and they should die faster. I don't know. But, but it, like, I wasn't taking damage, but it was taking a while to kind of get through them. And after a little while, I was like, if this is the progression through from like scene to scene and story, I think like as a, as a watch along thing, which is, I'm always worried about like with Katie, like how, how fun is this to watch? I think it gets a little long and too long in the tooth that way. Mm. But I found myself not locking on in the start of combats and just freely hitting like a wild man and then locking on to the big enemy. And, and in the, the bigger rooms, a lot more enemies I never used to lock on. It just seemed to yeah. not really help. Um, I might get better at it. I thought incorrectly when we were playing together that you could use right stick to retarget. And that doesn't appear to be right. I was trying it a lot in the iconic challenge and it wasn't working. I think it was a bumper like left bumper or something, but yeah, you can cycle, but it's not at least I didn't mess with the menus, but it seemed like it was just cycling freely, not as in the closest target. So if you can change that, then I'll probably lock on more. Yeah. I want it to be like priority, like, like closest for the most part. And then there'd be times where you would drop it. Cause there are like, the other thing I liked about it, the thing I like, the thing I like about like what you might call if it was an MMO, like a trash pull, like there's a bunch of like just normal soldiers. You got to fight your way through the way that they do like their healer units. Like it, it, it it feels like again it gives me it gives me that like modern like gives me that MMO feel uh but the combat's just like so much more in depth and engaging than than tab targeting in an MMO so i i enjoyed that there's a lot of there's a lot to like here for me there's a lot of things that it's 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 clicking on um and i and i we we talk about our video i really like the tone of the story uh, i i was like i don't know if mature like dropping F bombs and having gore is going to work for final fantasy. I think it blends perfectly for the story that they're telling and it hasn't lost, uh, the just gorgeous display of power that comes with final fantasy titles. But it's also, it's also British and I don't know a lot of British people myself, but in our media, we make, they're quite cursy (laughs) and, well, the voice slow cast more freely. Is, the voice cast is fantastic. Yes, um, but it, like the the talents there, but also being more of a British atmosphere, the cursing doesn't feel out of place. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like this is the problem when you go from like sub to dub. Like Nani ends in a vowel, and you can go Nani, and scream all the way out of the fall. But when someone goes what, <laughs> the T ends that statement. So what do they do? <laughs> what? it doesn't make any sense there's no what the t ends the word it doesn't work it's not a one-to-one translation i think that you know like i was talking about castlevania i'm loving that most of it but (laughs) the cursing in there is kind of like why did we f-bomb why did what why are why are vampires f-bombing in their perfectly american english this sounds weird this this seems off i didn't find it all to me it all blends to me so far everything i've seen narratively and tone wise it blends and that's that's really all yeah. I, that's really all i cared about like if you don't if you don't like that kind of story like you're probably not gonna like this but i'm assuming you also didn't like like final fantasy 12 and final fantasy 14 because those are also like political intrigue pseudo fantasy like more suit more traditional fantasy setting games so yeah like, to me it's this isn't the first one but it is my first time experiencing this type of like i haven't been in the final fantasy community before. Right. So I, this is my first time experiencing the pushback from the types of final fantasy players that don't like this type of game. But as a newcomer, I just go, but there's other final fantasy games like this. Why are we all mad? (laughs) Like, 
So that's well, that's where I'm I mean, coming to it from this. Well, because and this would be my assumption. And if I were to put myself in that place of anger, Final Fantasy has always been one of the most beautiful games that possibly comes out. Mm-hmm. And whether that's trickery because it's literally press and play on a video for the summon or not, it was still one of the most beautiful games and has always been extremely modern in its approach. So when a game comes out, that's not the one you want. You think to yourself, what a waste of effort. You know, I could have had a beautiful turn base rather than you're making me go back and play Final Fantasy VI. How dare you? Because I want a turn based experience. Or, and you know, then people will be like, well, just go play Octopath Traveler. It's a totally different graphical sphere. Like it is. It is 100%. But that being said, check it out. That game's really good. Um, But I I, like, I get it to a certain degree. As I'm getting older, I'm more interested in turn based. So. I might be even well, more hyped for this if it was, but 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 we're more talking about like the co- the comments we've seen in our in our videos, and also just kind of you know we want to have a conversation about the experience we're having because as our first time through, this is the first time we've ever given a crap about a Final Fantasy game when it was new, uh, at least for me. Like, yeah, I was I was on ten relatively early in its existence but like that was the landscape of how i consumed games back then was completely different from how it is it's also it's school pre-internet too like when you liked a thing there was no guarantee you would ever talk i mean i had the internet at the time but yeah i wasn't i wasn't engaging in online communities the way i do now so yeah Uh, when i like things it was was a lonely experience growing up so it was just 10 if i was lucky enough yeah if i was lucky enough to have a friend at school play the same game that was it that was my community like pokemon i had three other friends that all played that was that was my pokemon community it was four dudes in elementary school Uh, i do think i do think it's interesting that you know the the tone does turn people away because to me it's got that release valve of fantasy like you can have the absolute worst things happen in the world, but if it's followed by a badass explosion, I'm, I'm, still, I'm still on the ride. You know, like there's some bad stuff going down in the political sphere of this game, but you know, then you turn into a giant robot and I go, oh, everything's going to be okay. This is it's, fancy. It, 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 we call it the Evangelion effect. Yeah. Where I, I am emotionally uh, unavailable right now, but holy crap, do you see the cool thing that that mech is doing? Yeah. 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 Palette cleansing. Lesterborns wants to know what's a primal you want to see in 16 that hasn't been shown off yet. Oh, I want to see either. I think they're both 14 specific primals. I would, I will break glass screaming if Ravana or Susano show up. Oh, that'd be cool. If either of those two show up, I, I will lose my shit. I love them. <laughs> I freaking love them. Okay, I'm 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 making a lot of assumptions based on Attack on Titan, but this is clearly I feel influenced by Attack on Titan, whether or not they admit it, like they did with Game of Thrones, because you, you you start the game up and like all the all the icons or all the dominants are just smoking, and you're like, oh, yep, lives are cut in half or something. There's some sort of terrible deal thing they made. I, I noticed in my off. second playthrough, the bl- the smoke they breathe out looks blue, so I don't oh. know if it's a thing. Oh, if maybe it's the like smoke a, and crystals. If it's a crystal drug, <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think there might be there there might be dr- crystals as a form of drug in this because they also someone's mm. like making a drink with a crystal. In yeah, yeah there's like crystal. Well, there was like, and there was also like the well was being fed via crystal. So there, yeah, yeah, there's a lot of things. It's Final Fantasy. Crystal there's, there's crystals. Yeah. There's, there's crystals. gonna be crystals. Crystal, yeah. crystal punk, as chat said earlier. <laughs> uh, crystal punk. So, you know what I absolutely want is I want Hades. I want Hades and I want him to be real, real Ooh. Kylo Ren, just like my Devil May Cry guy. Like, I just want, <gasps> there was I a, want absolute uh, Reaper 
80s driver. I, I saw someone creepy in a hood. I saw someone creepy yep. in a hood. If they if they bring back Asians, if they re, reformat Asians in For some sure. way. Sure, they want to do that too, but I'm like I'm just shit. like I just want, you know, someone watching you know, like, uh, well, Hades, the game Hades, like, you know, there's, there's the guy with the scythe and, you know, scythe has a certain personality. I always like the kind of like, oh, you did okay out there. Ooh. Well, in the game <laughs> Hades, away, Hades doesn't thing. have a scythe. It's your buddy who helped you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But the, he's, he's, well, no, the, the main character of Hades, um, what's his name? Hades, Hades Jr. No, Hades is the dad. Who's the main cat kid? Oh, you're talking about, uh, shit. Oh my God. Shit. Uh, chat's going to yeah, do it. What's the name uh, of Zagreus. Thank you. Zagreus. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're, you're your brother or whatever. Who's got the scythe and is always teleporting around taunting you and making you do little challenges like, you know, that, that energy. Yeah. Oh, Thanatos. Okay. Yeah. I can't remember his name. He doesn't show up enough in the game. And I think for the better, you know, it's not a terribly deep character, but I always enjoy the, I'll be the first one to kill you. I'm going to challenge you. You're my best friend, but let's fight. Frenemy is one of my favorite archetypes. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, fr- Frenemy. Uh, Baggins said, I can't remember if you ever beat 10, Garrett. So does this mean 16 will be the first Final Fantasy game you beat start to finish? I, I think there's a very real likelihood of that being the case. Because we're talking, I think we're leaning towards trying to beat 16 before we become current in 14. Well, there's a, I mean, it's also, it's only 35 hours, which for a fantasy only game. Only 35 hours. Yeah, I'm assuming but, that's if you mainline, right? And you're not doing, because yes. it is an RPG at the end of the day. Like, I'm sure there's going to be a shit ton of side stuff we could get up to if we wanted to. Yeah, but also, like, I mean, again, like, people have been, oh, the game is just a cutscene. It's not a real game. I'm like, I, I kind of like watching cutscenes with my man Garrett here. <laughs> it's so much fun. fun. It's yeah. so much like I, if we could do that with movies and TV without like getting sued. Exactly. I would like, yeah. and, and we've, we, I'm legit. We've been talking about like, what if we did commentary tracks, but it was for like, like we we're, we're having some serious talks, nothing announced. We're having some serious talks about like, Oh, like when chainsaw man comes back out, what if we did a commentary track for the premiere? Like we're hitting play in three, two, one and go. And we just watch it together. Cause we're, we're starting to find more things that we both actually care about. Yeah. And we think that would be would be fun. So anyway, it was just, uh, I, I know other people do it, but like, we're just, I don't know a lot of duos outside of car content. So I don't know how to do what we want to do. <laughs> oh, anyway. New frontier. Yeah, it is a new frontier. So anyway, we got more 16 questions. We'll do that in, a, in an extra uh an extra podcast for our wonderful patrons and YouTube members. Uh, but let's take some non final fantasy questions before we wrap this episode up, Kyle. How about, okay. Hello there. Hello there. Hello there. You can send your questions in to our question for the host channel in our discord. That is a part of our members only channels. Okay. Which you can, get access can I ask to- a question? What? Can I, w- w- what? You skipped uh, Star Wars Outlaws. I, I thought you were going to. Oh shit. Did I? Oh my God. Yeah, we got, we, we got, talk about that. Uh, you, dude, uh, you brought up, or I brought up City Skyline and I totally forgot. Oh my yeah. god. Dude, that game looks like my shit. Star Wars Outlaws okay. 100% looks like my shit. Uh, are we on an Ubisoft Redemption arc? Because that side-scroller uh, uh, Prince of Persia game also looks good. It looked okay, yeah. The new Assassin's Creed Mirage as a OG Assassin's Creed fan looks fantastic. And now we got Star Wars Outlaws, which looks really freaking good. It's like Grand Theft Auto Star Wars. Like, yeah, sign me up. This is money that doesn't belong to me anymore. I'm buying these. I'm buying I, these. I just hope there's a star system. That's all I want. That's all I want. I just want to did you see the demo? Excellent. They, they, they get in the ship. They point it at the sky and you're in space. Yeah. 
Yeah, like a, the false load screen of space. Going I don't care the if it they make good on that. Cute. Yes. Yeah. Let's yeah. go. I don't care if they're hiding a load screen. Do it. Like, it looks good. It looks freaking good. Like, there were little moments where I'm like, okay, that that, that animation looks a little stilted. But the wow. open world games like that are like that. Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption was one of the, like, the same way, and it's one of my favorite games of all time. So Well, they're digging that definitely with the sort of unhoister uh, shot you do. And there, there's tiny walls around the areas. There's game mechanics that's sitting in there. Yeah, yeah. Not, I don't. I didn't see anything in this game that's like, I was like, oh, my God, they're really pushing, pushing the, uh, with, with raising the bar for open world they games. They put a code on our droid. It's a whole new beat theater. If you're a Star Wars fan, you just want tight Star Wars game experiences, and it looks like it's going to be that. So, yeah, as long as it's not a buggy mess, I'm going to lose my shit over this game. Cool. So, uh, I wanted to make sure you had your moment. Yes. The, yeah. Yeah. Laws looks really good. Also, whatever that new animal alien thing is, that thing's adorable. Oh, the, uh, the little, the, her, her cat dog. Cat dog lizard. thing. Yeah. It's not yeah. a loth cat because a lot, I know, loth cat is a thing we've seen many times in the animated stuff and has since made live action appearances in the mandalorian but uh i don't know what it is but it's adorable i just hope it has pazak or like uh gwent i just want if i'm gonna be bounding things i want to steal some cards and oh, some uh, oh my, my brother bought a sabak deck while we were at galaxy oh, sabak, okay yeah. yeah yeah i'd be meaning to pick one up and try it i just, they just look cool they're the the diamond shaped cards from the solo movie like they they did it they, oh interesting they, they went with that avenue well they, okay. they made it look like the cards out of the movie yeah, well, you, I think they were just square cards in uh, KOTOR 2 and 1. Well, yeah. Like 2 yeah, had yeah. a bigger emphasis on you it. You haven't seen Solo, have you? I have seen Solo. Oh, okay. I, I loved that Sun Beast. It was, it was a fever dream. That movie's an absolute <laughs> fever dream. <laughs> I, I will uh, die on the hill that Solo was a good movie. There are parts where I, I was like, Solo. whoa, check this out. And then there are parts where I'm like, oh my, what are we doing? Solo, is, is, I, I had a friend who asked me about solo after I saw it, they were like, what'd you think? I was like, this is exactly the movie I would make if I made a star Wars movie. Like just fast and the furious in the star Wars universe. Let's go. I felt that way when I saw outlaw for you. Oh yes. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Like just let me do crimes in star Wars space, please. Thank you. Uh, Kendrick, uh, sent in a question. This this all came to us from our question for the host channel, which is members only for our patrons and our YouTube members. Kendrick wants to know general thoughts on AAA gaming this year between Zelda, Diablo, Final Fantasy 16, Starfield, and who knows what else. I feel like game awards are going to be insane. Uh, yeah, dude, I've been thinking that we've kind of got like a 1998 going on with 2016. 1998, huh? What, what was that year? Uh, that was, I believe, Ocarina of Time and Half-Life. Whoa, really? Okay, yeah. Oh, okay. Wait, whoa. Banjo-Kazooie, Resident Evil 2, Metal Gear Solid 1, Half-Life 1, Zelda Ocarina of Time, the first StarCraft, the first Rainbow Six. Wow. The first Mario Party. (laughs) The first Spyro the Dragon, if you're of the Spyro fandom. Sonic Adventure for the Dreamcast. 1998 is what I think of as the greatest gaming year of all time. Damn. Yeah. Are you? I'm assuming you're unaware of this popular opinion. No, I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not familiar. I've never uh, dated the year. 
I was a Christmas kid, you know, like I, yeah. I, the other me, one I by Christmases. The other one that is a little uh, more of our time is 2005. 2005 is the other most stacked game year of all time, which is uh, that was the year we got Resident Evil 4. Okay. Uh, what else? Came God out of War. Year? Yes. Guitar Hero. Guitar Hero. Shadow of the Colossus. Psychonauts. Half-Life 2. Yeah. Yeah. It's Battlefront two. Usually, uh, usually we just choose the years when Half Life came out. Um, yeah, apparently. But also, racing games were lit in two thousand five. We got Need for Speed Most Wanted and Midnight Club Three Dub Edition, which is the greatest Midnight Club. Okay, okay. Yeah. I mean, it is pretty stacked. Like it is pretty stacked there. I mean, you listed out Zelda Diablo. Oh, and freaking yeah. Kingdom Hearts two, which that's that's my that's where my Final Fantasy fandom comes from. <laughs> I love Kingdom Hearts 2 so much. Okay. Um, so there's a lot of games right now. And uh, there's 2016 is ridiculous. 2016? The, or 2023. What year are we in? I'm thinking Final <laughs> Fantasy 16. 2023 is ridiculous. We, yeah. we have the first new IP from Bethesda in over 20 years. Which like whatever, oh, like, like even if if you even feel like sure. memeing on the the bugs of Bethesda, which they deserve, like it's still a big deal. It doesn't, you know, Bethesda's games are beloved. It's their first new IP in forever. Um, we've had uh, even though it's a remake, we've like got Resident Evil Four and Dead Space, which are two of the best remakes ever. That is true. Diablo Four, which is the first good Blizzard game in forever. Mm. Did Dragon and Flight come out this year? Or was that last year? When that was, was last that? year. That was last okay, year. That was last year. Okay. I also, I don't count expansions. That's fair. I wouldn't, I would never make a game expansion game of the year. Like in my head, not that I do it or I've ever been a part of a writing staff that has to do game of the year, but yeah, but you got Final Fantasy 16. Alan Wake's supposed to make a return this year. If they actually hit their date, we're getting a refer- return to form Assassin's Creed game in the form of Mirage. Tears of the Kingdom was this year. We're getting Starfield. We're, we got Diablo 4. We're getting a sequel to Spider-Man. This year's pretty freaking stacked. That's a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let's watch the Game Awards then, you and I. Uh, I'll, I'll sit through it. Let's do it. <laughs> we 100% forgot about E3 season this year, and we're new to doing what we're currently doing together. So we'll probably start doing more live reacts content. Uh, I need a calendar. Can someone, does someone have like a calendar that we, just like, we, we, all we need stuff? someone to help us schedule things because we're just <laughs> bad at it. It's we're literally editing. Like that's the other thing. You it's know, we're you and our, me and we have Noel yeah. editing clips. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> and our, and our wonderful mods who try as they might cannot lead us. We, we need no. someone who's like lone job is to remind us shit is coming up that we need to schedule the stream for. It's some, yeah, a manager in a professional sense. Oh, it's uh, God, it's yeah. getting, it's, it's a great problem to have. I'm, yeah. I'm absolutely, I'm, you know, I'm absolutely, um, 20, 2023 for Garrett and Kyle is the year of growing pains. <laughs> yeah. It's it's, to manage all of it. I'm very happy to have those growing pains, but holy shit. Yeah. We need a desk. Cal- I mean, it does, we still need to write it. We write things in the desk calendar. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. I think this, I think Kendrick, you're absolutely onto something. The 2023 is a totally freaking stacked year. The game awards, I think, are going to be insane. And we we we, we got away from it at the beginning of the show. I kind of like how the game awards have ended up. So are they are they nuanced? Like, do they like? I think they're in a pretty good place. You know, costumes. Like, what's the categories? Do they really kind of? Did you not watch it last year? No, all I saw was clips. I, when, I don't like when, award shows. When 
Kratos tried to get they tried to play him off stage and he just kept talking and then that one dude crashed but overall i think it's pretty good it's still a lot of um advertising for games but that's fun like we i i enjoy seeing advertisements for new games so hmm. I'm, I'm into it i'm into it if anyone remembers the old spike tv game awards shit like we've come a long way so i don't, I don't think it's the worst thing in the world people love to meme but i think it's actually it's a pretty well done award show in the grand scheme of things Oh yeah, Baldur's Gate three comes out this year too. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a big one. And along those lines, Eka asked, uh, "What three games this year are your big three? And you can choose. It's okay if you know Tears of the Kingdom is on there. If it's something you already played, yeah. Well, well, I, well so far, right? Like my big three would have to be things I played because otherwise they haven't proven themselves. Well, to I, be- I don't necessarily think that needs to be true. I mean, you could just be hyped for something. Because right now it would be Darkest Dungeon 2, Diablo 4, and Tears of the Kingdom. Mm. As to the games that have entered the roster. The well, I mean, if we're, if we're doing... Well, okay, if we're doing that, then yeah, mine would be Dead Space. Yeah, it'd be Dead Space. Yeah. It'd be yeah. D4. And I haven't really played anything else new this year other than Resident Evil 4. So really, it's just a list of things that are new that I played this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but basically, yeah. But I would absolutely love it if Final Fantasy beginning to end sixteen enters that. That would be awesome. And Starfield. Oh yeah, Octopath Traveler me. two is was this year. I need to play more of it. Is the problem? I haven't played enough Octopath Traveler two. Um, but. Uh, honestly, my my list, my brain immediately went to three things I haven't played yet. Uh, I think my list is Final Fantasy 16, Starfield, and Assassin's Creed Mirage. Good list. Those are the three things I'm like the most excited for. And uh, Mirage is like my little. That's like that's just for me. I know it's a weird thing to put on a list, but like I love the old Assassin's Creed games. I don't like the new stuff, and I miss it. And I really, I just want to, I want to put my white hood up, and I want to stab people with my hidden blade. That's what I want. They were, they were such cozy, comfortable games. So mm. if I w- so if like dream scenario would, because I don't think, I think Diablo four, if they do it well, will go on to be like Starcraft, like darkest dungeon, these games that I fire up cause I'm in the mood and then I leave and I fire it up and I leave. Like I think my list at the end of the year will be what I beat and felt freaking great. And I'm hoping Final Fantasy 16's on that, and I'm hoping Baldur's Gate's on that. We gotta clear our schedules. We need to stream more. Yep. yep. We need to stream more. Well, folks, keep the questions coming. Uh, ask the host channel in our Discord. Go give it a look. Um, and feel free to tag us if you want a question answered like right away. So Usually we just save them either for here or for bonus Q&A episodes. But uh, happy to Get in there and answer questions you want answered pretty quickly. But that's going to bring us to the end of this episode of the Grinding Gear podcast. If you're watching live, we'll be back tonight for another Final Fantasy XIV stream. Getting back to Eden, finishing Eden Raids tonight. But we want to thank our badass patrons for supporting us on Patreon. If you want to support everything Kyle and I are making together, check out supportourbromance.com. Uh, the YouTube membership also helps us. Thank you so much wherever you choose to put your pledge. We get in the question again of where we would prefer. And uh, I say, choose your own adventure. What perks do you want? We technically get a little more from Patreon. The split's a little bit better, but 
we want you to be happy too. So if you if you're in our stream a lot and you want those emotes, then do do a, do a YouTube. You know, or or both, or both. One, you know, I'm not gonna promote it too much, but that is an option. <laughs> and to our recent patrons, Backburner and Hypergeek, thank you for signing up to support us. We really appreciate it. And thank you to our legendary level backers who we thank each and every episode. Thank you to Sean B, Mike R, Stephen J, Das, Sean with an E-A-B, and Cheesy Bob. Appreciate your support, everybody. Other than that, we're on Twitter. You can follow Kyle at Kyle Ferguson. I'm at Garrett Art, and you can follow our joint account at Garrett and Kyle, where if you go there right now, you can see evidence of Kyle's burner account. <laughs> I had to look up what that was. <laughs> You didn't know what a burner account was? I, I don't spend time online faking being me or <laughs> people who aren't me. So I've never had a great need to know the phrase, but now I'm aware. I can confirm it was not me. Thank you. No, great, Thank you, anonymous great person out there. Great, great improv, Kyle. Great improv. <laughs> That's going to wrap it up for this edition of the Grinding Gear Podcast. Until next time, GG. Take care. It's my Final Fantasy, goddammit. What?